You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Which Texans offensive weapon got the axe right before holiday season? That's not nice. And which Texans player is upset about not making the Pro Bowl? I've got all that in today's show. Plus, our NFL expert fantasy guru, Andy Rio, stops by for his weekly Texans takes last bit of fantasy advice. And he throws on his Santa suit and hands out gifts for every team in the NFL. That's a way to begin the Christmas uh, holidays. Welcome aboard, everybody. Robert Land from the Houston Sports Talk podcast. You might know me from over there. My co-host, Brian, with the day off. Thanks for diving into your best daily source of Texans news, views, and interviews. And let me start off with a farewell to Sammy Coates. Bye-bye, Sammy. Uh, didn't have a chance to mention this in our weekly crossover show yesterday, but the Texans released Coates. He was very classy on Twitter saying, quote, thank you, Houston. Good luck to y'all guys. And Coates is from Alabama, so he knew to say y'all to everybody in Texas. That was kind of cool. In other Texans notes, congrats to Kaimi Fairburn for winning AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. And a bigger congrats to four Texans who made the Pro Bowl. J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins, no shock at all. I was mildly surprised to see Clowney make the team. The biggest surprise, though, Bernardrick McKinney, who makes his first Pro Bowl. His numbers are good, but not extraordinary. 96 tackles. That ranks 11th in the AFC. Brian will be back with me tomorrow. We'll look at the Texans' uh, so-called snubs, if you if you want to say that they did get some snubs. Which brings me to Kareem Jackson, who wasn't super happy. He said, the Pro Bowl voting the process, all that, it's a joke, a complete joke. It's been that way for years. I was disappointed. Obviously, I felt like I had a good enough year to get in. Kareem, Tyron Matthew, Deshaun, and Lamar Miller were all named as Pro Bowl alternates. And that brings me to Andy Rio, our fantasy football expert. And he brings in two decades of experience writing for fantasy publications and websites. Look for his weekly article on LockedOnTexans.com. And I'm curious, Andy, to get your thoughts on the Pro Bowl selections. Were you surprised at all that Kareem Jackson or Ty Matthew didn't make it? Or just any surprises for you in general with Pro Bowl voting? Well, I, I mean, I've given the guys that were picked at, at the safety position. I mean, it would have been a tough path for Matthew, but I think certainly he's had a legitimately good enough season to qualify for the Pro Bowl. Derwin James has just been really good the rookie for the Chargers. Eric Weddle's been so good for many years, and the Texans just saw Jamal Adams for the Jets. He's been a bright spot in what is ultimately a lost season for the Jets. Um, and a lot of quality corners out there, too, including Xavier Howard uh, making the team. So, you know, there's obviously frustration, and when you get some of the voting involved with fans, I mean, Kareem Jackson does not have as high a profile around the NFL as he does in Houston and some of the other players who made the roster do have a higher profile. So I, I can understand he's frustrated. I mean, he's certainly been uh, the ideal utility man in the secondary for the Texans. I mean, pitching in at safety and corner and everything. Uh, I can understand his frustration, but I do not view it as a massive snub, uh, given the fact that there were other players uh, that were also well-deserving that did not make it. it. It's tough to crack that group 
But as we all know, most years with the Pro Bowls, we're going to have some players uh, sitting out the game. So there may be opportunities later on down the line for Matthew and Jackson to play in that game if they want. Like I said, we're going to go to deeper detail tomorrow, uh, Brian and I, and we're going to look at uh, the Pro Bowl and just everything that happened with the Texans and uh, where that stands. But Andy, this week is such a huge statement game for the Texans. They go on the road and beat the defending champions if they do that. Uh, they beat a team who just knocked off the Rams and they put themselves in the driver's seat for the first round playoff by how do you look at this Eagles matchup for the Texans? It's going to be a tough one. Uh, there's no doubt that Philadelphia, there's no quit in them. They uh, proved that Sunday night. I mean, that would have been the ideal opportunity for them to sink. I mean, they had just played that long, grueling overtime game that they lost to Dallas. Uh, the division title looked pretty much out of reach. They're starting Nick Foles again, which earlier in the year that didn't go so well, but he, at least for one week, was uh, back to being the Nick Foles we saw down the stretch last year that was so clutch when they won the Super Bowl. So this is really, to me, the game the Texans have to win because I'm not worried about them losing to Jacksonville the last week of the season. The Jaguars are... Pretty much they've been flushed down the drain for a while now. So this is really the game I think the Texans have to win to get this by with New England playing the Jets and Buffalo. Uh, can't see the Patriots losing either of those games at home, even if this might not be a vintage Patriots team. So this is one that the Texans are really going to have to show their mettle in. And last week may very well have been enough of a wake-up call. They got a good game from the Jets. They're battle-tested after that one. Uh, I think they have a decent shot of winning, but I'd say it's probably more of a 50-50 game overall. Yeah, big game for the Texans, big game for fantasy owners. Any interesting fantasy angles in this Texans-Eagles game? I think on the Houston perspective, uh, Philadelphia has certainly been more vulnerable uh, via air than by ground this year, so I would suspect it could be another big week for Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe Demarius Thomas could provide some value uh, this week as well. Uh, the questions, of course, with the backfield, uh, you know, how well is Lamar Miller? Is Deontay Foreman maybe going to make his debut? I think probably if you're going to ride the Texans this week, it needs to be uh, with Watson and Hopkins as the main guns. Of course, Fairbairn, you mentioned him, and the defense uh, should be pretty good. From the Philadelphia side of the equation, Alshon Jeffrey has really come on again over the past couple of weeks. He clicked with Foles, eight catches for 160 yards, and the upset went over the Rams. It's been a quiet stretch for Zach Ertz, but uh, the Texans, of course, have had some vulnerabilities against tight ends this year. So I kind of think on the Philly side of the equation, the passing game is going to be the best components between Ertz and Jeffrey. Uh, Foles is really a two quarterback league option. I would certainly not start him in a one quarterback league, but, uh, as I mentioned in my article, at least he keeps everybody else afloat. Uh, some backups, of course, uh, totally ruin, uh, the receivers that they play with. Uh, the running game for Philadelphia has kind of turned into a three headed monster with, uh, Smallwood, Adams and Sproles and, uh, Adams is probably the biggest touchdown threat. So I guess if you had to use one of the three, he'd probably be the best one to use. But it's uh, it's kind of a cluttered mix. And if you can certainly find guys that are going to get higher volume, uh, I would go with them, especially given that the Texans uh, do a good job of shutting down the run. 
In your feature this week, you handed out your gifts for the 32 NFL teams. Let's start with uh, the guys in our backyard here. What, what are you wrapping up and handing the Texans for their holiday season? Uh, not, not one of those really bad sweaters, are you? You're not giving them that. No. Uh, what I'm hoping for is that uh, the jolly man from the North Pole uh, can give Will Fuller a Christmas gift of good health because – I think it's safe to say that, uh, you know, while the Texans are in good hands, of course, with Watson and Hopkins leading the way in the passing game, they operate at a completely different level offensively whenever Fuller is on the field. I mean, he stretches the defense. He's capable of scoring from anywhere on the field. And it would be nice to see him get to play a full season. And, you know, we'll, we'll have to see if that actually takes place. But uh, he, he's a likable player to watch. Uh, you know, they said they're really exciting when he's out there, even more so than usual. So I'd like to see him have a good, uh, healthy year next year. We'll hit on more of your gifts for the teams all around the NFL. But first, uh, time to talk about our partners at Action Heat. They make the world's best battery-heated clothing. Action Heat clothing engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat with heating panels similar to a heated car seat. They're powered by a recharging 5-volt lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 12 hours per charge. That's awesome. You can also use the battery to recharge your phone while you're wearing them. How about that? They're perfect for anybody on your holiday gift list, for anyone who works outdoors, skiers, snowboarders, maybe going up uh, north to the holidays, up into the mountains. Anyone that loves the outdoors or just hates being cold, check out their heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, even undergarments like heated base layered shirts and long johns are available for men and women with great new styles and models just released this season. Make winter activities more enjoyable with that blast of warmth. The perfect solution, even in the most frigid winter weather, and they fit everyone's budget starting at just $39.99. Plus, we've got a great deal for our listeners. Uh, save 20% off your entire order. Just go to actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything Action Heat has to offer. It's Action Heat slashed locked on or use the locked on code at checkout to save 20%. Stay toasty and warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat. Andy, I want to continue going through your Christmas gift list for teams around the NFL. We could start by going through the AFC potential playoff teams, teams that the, the Texans might be seeing at some point or another. There's a good chance they face the Patriots in the divisional playoff round. What are you wrapping, what are you wrapping up for Bill Belichick? That uh, Rob Gronkowski doesn't have to play defense again. Yeah, that was ugly. Pretty ugly Gronkowski and... You know, I don't know about you. It looks like we might be seeing the beginning of the end for him. He he just doesn't look like the same guy. I think uh, all the injuries have taken their toll. That may very well be the case. Uh, but at this point, I mean, he still has uh, something to offer on offense. So it was kind of uh, sad to see him uh, get out there on defense, getting tarnished by not being able to take, tackle Drake on that miracle play. Is there anything you can get the Chargers? They just seem like the team that's got everything. It's like... God, Dad, you've got it all. You've got all the toys and everything. I don't know what to do. I mean, what are we going to get you? What do you get the Chargers? Well, Texan fans uh, probably uh, wouldn't want this to happen because it would mean that the Texans wouldn't get a championship, at least at some point. But before he retires, I would like to see Phillip Rivers get a ring. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks that has never gotten a ring, and they're in a position to do it. 
What about the Chiefs? Seems like uh, last year the Chiefs got that souped-up bicycle that every kid wants, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes. It's got all the bells and whistles, Andy. It's electric. You can fold it up. It flies like the one in E.T. I mean, what else do they need? Well, I just hope that Mahomes can stay healthy throughout most of his career. He's obviously brought so much fun to the NFL. I mean, he's definitely a, a unique talent. I mean, no-look passes, miracle heaves to keep the Chiefs in games. I mean, he he obviously is, is going to be somebody that's going to be a lot of fun to watch for a lot of years to come if uh, he stays healthy. Absolutely. Uh, the Steelers got that early Christmas gift in the mail from Grandma last week. Usually Grandma sends a $10 bill, but this year uh, she gave them a potential AFC North title saving win, an AFC North title saving win against the Patriots. Uh, I don't know. Some might argue they need a new coach for Christmas. I've heard some of the debate over Mike Tomlin's ability. What would you get them? Well, I really, uh, we're kind of thinking long-term with the Steelers. I mean, I just hope that Ben provides a few more years of good production because uh, Pittsburgh is one of the most reliable fantasy offenses out there. And, you know, you want to have sure things on draft day. And if Roethlisberger is still out there, that pretty much makes Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster sure things. And if you have another quarterback in there, those guys are probably still going to find a way to be okay, but they're not going to have as high of a ceiling because it's going to be hard to find another Roethlisberger that quickly. All right, the Colts. Uh, I know Texans fans, they don't want to give the Colts anything. Uh, in fact, they probably want to take back some stuff that they got them last year, but they got that really cool old toy from a few years ago fixed up. Santa replaced the arm on their hand Solo action figure it looks as good as new this year of course i'm talking about andrew luck so uh what does santa rio want to bring them now <laughs> well i just think continued uh, health stability for luck i mean i, I know that uh texans fans obviously would prefer the colts to not be very good but i also think that many of them find andrew luck hard to hate i mean he's a very likable figure uh, so hopefully he continues to stay healthy and they get him another stud receiver opposite T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, uh, no no more help for T.Y. Hilton. That's, that seems to be all they need for the Texans to <laughs> give them all sorts of trouble. But uh, let, let's try one more possible AFC playoff team. Uh, the Ravens got one of those remote control Corvettes for their birthday this year that flies around the house, you know, zipping everywhere. The only problem is, the house has a lot of steps, Andy, that you can't maneuver just by going fast and weaving in and out. You know, just uh, I'm talking about, of course, Lamar. And, and it's an all-terrain remote control car will last longer in this house, like one that'll just jump steps and maybe somehow go above the steps by flying or something like that. In other words, a.k.a. Hey, use the passing game. So uh, what have your team of elves dreamed up for the Ravens? Well, I wish lots of good tidings to Lamar Jackson. He's very exciting to watch. I enjoyed watching him play at Louisville. Uh, I certainly hope that in 2019 that he grows significantly as a passer. If that's the case, he's going to be a major fantasy force because he's already providing the uh, you know the ground production uh, that gives him uh, stability every week. Uh, passing uh, improvement would give him a lot of upside. I don't want to throw you for a loop here, but I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on Joe Flacco. If you were a team out there, let's say, I don't know, the Jacksonville Jaguars, because uh, their quarterback situation is a disaster. 
Uh, would you have any, you know, inclination to go after Joe Flacco? Well, I think you have to if you're Jacksonville. I mean, their their situation is so bad right now. I mean, I I think I wanted to give Cody Kessler kind of the benefit of the doubt as a backup, but I'm not even sure we can do that anymore. And of course, Bortles is just flat out terrible. So. Yeah, if you're Jacksonville, I mean, Joe Flacco is certainly an improvement. I mean, he's in a division where you got to contend with Watson and Locke. I mean, he's obviously going to be behind those guys. But, yes, that would be an improvement for the Jaguars. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. We know what Jacksonville needs on, on their list. Uh, check out the rest of Andy's gift list on LockedOnTexans.com. Uh, I know he had a lot of fun with it. Uh, before we get to this last bit of fantasy advice for, for the season, because – you know, this is it for a lot of you people that are still hanging in there and you're at that championship point. Uh, we got to quickly remind you before we get to that, when you get in your car, you can tell your smartphone now just to play podcast Locked On Texans. It's that easy to listen to us on your way to work or Christmas shopping or just wherever you're headed. And of course, if you love this show, spread the word. Support us by sharing our show links on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Maybe write us a nice review on iTunes. That would help us out. Huge thanks to Matthias and Austin for emailing us the kind words this week. You can email us too at LockedOnTexans at Mail.com for questions or comments. We want you to be a part of the conversation. Andy, if you're playing for your fantasy championship this week, is there anybody out there that you could grab off the waiver wire? Well, one player I'm high on this week uh, due to Aaron Jones being placed on injured reserve is Jamal Williams, the running back for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Williams is certainly not as dynamic as Jones. That was uh, evident early in the season when he was the starter uh, as Jones was suspended and also uh, former uh, Packers coach Mike McCarthy uh, seemed to hang on to Williams a little bit too long, but uh, he's going to get volume and volume this time of year is very good. And it's not a terrible matchup against the Jets either. I know that they shut down the Texans running game this past week, but uh, should be an opportunity for him to make an impact. Uh, this is a rare recommendation this time of year, but I'm actually going to recommend as a streaming defense, the Cleveland Browns, given that they're taking on a Cincinnati team that is now without uh, Tyler Boyd in addition to being without A.J. Green. If the Browns can key on Joe Mixon, put the clamps on him, uh, they ought to be able to take advantage of some Jeff Driscoll mistakes. Yeah, I think they seem to take some real joy in screwing with Hugh Jackson after his time in Cleveland. Uh, usually we're firing players during this time of the show, Andy, but maybe we shouldn't do it this week. I mean, come on, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. No, nah, there are some players that you pretty much need to cut bait with. Uh, one would be the man uh, affectionately known as the muscle hamster, Doug Martin. He had been doing some good things in the Oakland backfield, but uh, flopped in a good matchup with Cincinnati last week. And, you know, with the involvement of Jalen Richard, I just couldn't see going with Martin with all the uh, chips on the table since most every fantasy league has their Super Bowl this week. There are a few stray leagues that will go to next week. But uh, it's such an important week. You can't really have anybody iffy in your lineup. Uh, DJ Moore has been an impressive rookie for Carolina. But with Cam Newton out, uh, I would go in another direction there. Uh, one player who had been on a bit of a hot streak, but he has cooled down rapidly of late, uh, is Jameis Winston. 
Um, and then with Dallas, uh, a road trip ahead for Tampa Bay. The Cowboys are going to be angry after that shutout loss to Indianapolis. They know they need to get this win to wrap up the NFC East title. And they've played good pass defense for the most part this season. So even though he might get Deshaun Jackson back and, and Tampa Bay's offense is capable of big things, I'd probably look elsewhere for a starter. All right, let's close it out with, I mean, you're playing for your championship this week, Andy. Uh, if you're out there and uh, wanting to get that done, what advice would you have for those people that are looking to close things out? Well, I think one thing you can do is not overthink. I, I think this time of year leads many owners to go even extra in terms of their analysis and all that. I would say stick with your stars. Don't get cute. Uh, put your best players out there. And when in doubt, uh, in terms of trying to decide some of the toss-up spots in your lineup, the flex spots maybe, uh, you know, go with volume at this point. I mean, it doesn't always work that way, but in, in reality, just common sense here, the people that are going to be touching the ball the most will give you the most opportunities to win. That's why I recommend getting guys like Williams. You know, we saw Elijah McGuire put together a touchdown against the Texans last week, even though he didn't have a lot of yardage. So he probably will do better against the Packers. Uh, and certainly also with defenses, um, if you have the opportunity to go with a good matchup, it's probably better to do that on the defensive side. I mean, Seattle has certainly had some moments, and they're tough at home, but you know, I, I don't want to play them against Kansas City. You can find a lot of other defenses that give you more potential than the Seahawks or some of the other big-name defenses with tough matchups uh, would. I mean, New Orleans and Pittsburgh have had some moments on defense this year, but again, they're playing against each other. They both have lethal offenses, so I wouldn't go – in that direction well good luck to everybody out there that's uh alive and kicking and can might be able to wrap this whole thing up and let us know let us know if you won your fantasy championship if you like what uh some of the stuff that we've done with the fantasy show this year uh just been a pleasure and a just a treat to talk to andy uh this is our last uh time i'm gonna or the last time i'm talking to andy before christmas and we're gonna try to hold him on for a couple more weeks after that at least. And uh, just to, just enjoy talking to him about the NFL and what's going on. But uh, Andy, I'll tell you what, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm just glad there's no NFL games Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. You might look forward to it, but I've had to cover the Texans the last couple of years on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And I, I, I'm just enjoy, I'm going to enjoy just relaxing and not having to uh, take care of that and, and just sort of uh, enjoying the holiday. Um, just uh, it, it's been fun though. It's been a fun year on, on fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think with the uh, Christmas games, it really depends on who's playing because it was just a couple of years ago. We had that thrilling Pittsburgh Baltimore game for the AFC North championship. The game where Antonio Brown uh, scored that touchdown. I think there was nine seconds left. So I think, you know, Christmas games are, are pretty much, again, depends on the match. When you got Christmas Eve, you got Denver and Oakland. I mean, that's not going to be a, a very compelling game. Uh, you know, I guess the good thing about Christmas, though, is is if you don't have uh, any compelling uh, football games, at least there's usually a few interesting NBA games on. That's always a big day in the NBA and everything. Definitely, and there's a full slate of those games, four games. The Rockets play uh, Ben is probably going to be 
our buddy over at Locked On Rockets, he's going to be busy uh, worrying about the Rockets on Christmas Day. So uh, keep listening to Ben as uh, the Rockets season starts to heat up. They, they've got it going a little bit right now. If you're a Rockets fan, uh, Ben comes at you uh, daily as well. So uh, just don't, don't forget also to go to LockedOnTexans.com. Uh, more on that great piece that Andy did on the Christmas gifts for all the NFL teams. And Andy, it's it's always a pleasure and hope you have a Merry Christmas. And uh, we're going to be back again this week, right, next week, right? Sure. All right. Sounds good. Uh, you can get more of our content, as we said, on LockedOnTexans.com. Just tremendous work by all our people over there. Uh, Brian's going to be back with me tomorrow so make sure you listen for that we expanded it out to five days a week it's getting hottier and heavier as we get close to the end of this season and the texans are uh, trying to get into the playoffs to clinch that division title and and uh, maybe get a first round by uh, that's still on the board as we mentioned all week and we're excited about it but uh, that's all we got for this one as always thanks for making us a part of your week you are locked on texans your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh.